If it's not broken, don't fix it. That is the message from Michigan Congressman Dan Kildee when it comes to the nation's sugar policy. Congressman Kildee joined me this week for a discussion on that policy. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Here is this week's AgNet Weekly. All right, we wanted to talk today about sugar policy, and that is something that you are passionate about. It's, uh, it's something that's been in the Farm Bill for several years now. Tell me, what do you think about the current sugar policy, and what do you think needs to be fixed? Well, I think what we have is a program that works. Uh, we have a system right now that ensures that domestically grown sugar is sold into a market before we allow for competition to come from offshore. Uh, this kind of protection allows American sugar growers to not have to face unfair competition from state-subsidized uh, sugar that is grown often using workers in dangerous working conditions. Um, so what we have is a system that has worked quite well, supplies our, our uh, manufacturers with the sugar they need, the food processors with the sugar they need at a fair price that doesn't undermine American farmers. And so what we have is a system that works. I just want to keep it in place. And it's been an important system, too, because there have been problems with other countries, uh, you know, with sugar dumping and um, the harmful effects that that has on our growers here in the United States. Can for, for our listeners who maybe are not familiar with this, can you explain what sugar dumping is? Sure. It's a process where offshore growers, uh, growers in other countries, can often uh, produce sugar at but well below what domestic producers would would have to pay to produce their sugar. And sometimes even below their own production costs, they'll dump sugar into a market with the idea of forcing control of that market to go to them. And then, of course, they have control and they can continue to have access to that market and charge whatever they would like. So it's a way to force our growers out of the market so that they can take market share from us. The, the, the really difficult aspect of this is that those countries that are involved in dumping are the very countries that have no environmental standards, that have no labor standards. You know, I visited the Dominican Republic last year, for example, specifically to look at the sugar industry there. And I saw the closest thing to slave labor that I've ever seen. I mean, these are uh, very often in Dominican Republic, Haitian workers with no paperwork and no ability to speak for themselves who are, uh, I think, exploited. Uh, and, you know, I, and to my way of thinking, it's not what the American consumer would want to know that they were supporting if, in fact, we did not have a sugar program that put American growers first. So you say that it's working very well, and with the Farm Bill coming up this year, um, you know, due in a matter of weeks, but more likely we'll see it in a few months, what are you hoping for sugar policy in this Farm Bill? Well, I hope that my colleagues recognize that the program we have that is in place right now is working. Um, I have 2,000 family sugar beet growers you know, in my district alone that support our local economy. There are lots of other members of Congress who have similar situations. I want them to see that the program has worked. Our growers are able to stay in business. Those family farmers are able to support their families. And we want to keep that in place. So my goal for this farm bill, when it comes to sugar policy, is to not fix what's not broken. It works, and we ought to keep it in place. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that's the case. 
And a focus with the Farm Bill and, you know, frankly, even in in my part of the industry, which is ag news, you know, we hear so much about other crops, about the corn and the soybean and wheat and not so much about um, sugar. I mean, we even hear more, I, I think, about our specialty crops than we do about our sugar crops. So with sugar not being that top of mind focus, um, how important would you say it is to be paying attention to the U.S.'s sugar industry? It is very important. Uh, And I think one of the reasons we don't hear a lot about it is that the program that we have designed works. We don't see big disruptions uh, when it comes to access to quality product made by American growers. And so typically the things that get a lot of attention are those aspects of of the industry that are really challenged. The reason we don't hear as much about sugar is that we have found a way to support domestic growers and still deliver the product at a fair price. And so there's no real headline there. What I worry about is that there are a few narrow interests uh, that might prevail on some members of Congress who don't fully understand the program and we could lose you know, this important part of the market. That is really, you know, to me, really an important piece of it. It's also true that sugar, you know, isn't grown everywhere, at least not beet sugar, is not grown everywhere. We have cane sugar in the south, and we've got beet sugar in the Midwest and near west, and some in California, but it's not in every district. Um, but I just simply ask my colleagues to think about how they would feel if one of their markets, one of their crops that they grow in their area was targeted by industry that's just trying to squeeze one more penny out of the price of a pound of sugar, in doing so, rewarding companies that exploit workers, you know, in places that have no labor or environmental protections. And then correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, please, um, but the way that I understand it is that sugar policy does not have a cost to the federal government, um, whereas many programs for other crops do. Um, there also are no uh, government payments directly to sugar producers, um, rather it goes to the, the um, refineries. But um, So there are some big differences between sugar policy and um, policy for other crops. Is that is that right, or do I need some correcting? No, no, that is correct. I mean, what we, what we have in U.S. sugar policy is a system that determines the amount of production that American growers can support and guarantees that that sugar goes first to market. And then we, we do, we always still do import some amount of sugar, but we do so in a way that doesn't flood the market and undermine our American growers. That doesn't cost the American taxpayer anything. It simply says that we're going to put our money where our mouth is. We're going to make sure that as consumers purchase sugar, we're going to do it from uh, suppliers that have values that we share, that we believe workers ought to get a fair wage. We believe that farms that farm responsibly and care for the environment ought to go to the front of the line. And what we know about domestic sugar production is that we meet those standards. And what we know about our competition is that they don't come anywhere close to those standards. Okay. Uh, I remember back in um, 2013, I think it was, when there was the, the, a problem with sugar dumping, and I think it was Mexico at that time with the sugar dumping, and what a problem that that was causing for our industry. Um, as you've said many times, our current program, it works. Um, and as long as they keep it in the farm bill, you'll be satisfied, right? 
That's right. I'd be thrilled if the language that we've been able to defend, you know, I've been in Congress now 11 years. We've had a couple of attacks against the sugar program. We've been able to succeed in beating those back. If we can keep what we have right now, I'm confident that the growers I represent are going to continue to be able to support their families. And that's, that's why I do this work. Thank you once again to Congressman Dan Kildee of Michigan. That is this week's Agnet Weekly. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for tuning in.